0: Okay, if you would like to go ahead and turn to Matthew 22, we're gonna be there in just a moment. Tonight is the night that I've been looking forward to, because as far as these four classes that I've taught have been concerned, like this is this is the fun part for me where we get to talk about the meat and potatoes and uh, what all this stuff means. You know, we've kind of looked at the book of First Corinthians, and I don't want it to just stop at a, breaking it down, and you know, I, I want there to be application, I want there to be something that we take home from this that's a lot more significant, a lot more impacting, so this is, this is where we're gonna, we're gonna do that tonight. Last time, we started, or we ended with an application, um, does anyone remember what we talked about there. It's okay, I don't remember what I ate <laughs> yesterday, so it's, I'm putting you on the spot, no worries, but...
1: You did ask us, like, if somebody comes in to the Bible study or whatever and says, hey, you guys all seem real loving, and why is that? Like
0: that. Yeah, and so... What oh, you say? Yeah, yeah, so why... Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, Where... If, if somebody came in, and Chad and I were talking about this um, later, you know, how awesome would that be if somebody actually came in and said, man, you guys are so loving and so unified. Like, why is that so important to you? It's awesome, but why is that so important to you? And if we were to go in Scripture and look for areas in, in Scriptures in text, in If we were to try to to look for the importance of love and the importance of having that unifying, agape love, where would we go to to show that? And I tried to demonstrate that you can pretty much open up your New Testament and there's a pretty good chance that you're going to land on that point. When it comes to other things... Um. I've, and the the example that I brought up was instrumental music. Um, I believe that having a conviction about instrumental music is important. I believe we should have that. But if that's important, and we only have you know a handful of places in the New Testament that actually even addresses it, how much more important I think is. This idea of a, having a unifying love, an agape love, how important is that when it's on almost in almost every single letter in the New Testament? I think we can very confidently say that it's equally as important. But like I said last time, I think I can make a pretty good argument that it's probably more important. Uh, not that instrumental music is not important. But love is important so with that I'd like to jump into our second application and if you're in Matthew 22 verse 34 through 40 if someone will read that Vic are you there? Did I catch you up there now. Yeah, somebody, Somebody the, else there? Tristan you've already had your fun, go ahead Jack <laughs> uh,
2: but when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. And one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, what is the great commandment in the law? And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is it: You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets.
0: All right, thank you. Are you reading ESV? Yes, I am. Okay. Does somebody have a New King James or an NIV?
3: Give me a New King James.
0: What is, what's the word that's used right at the very end on these? Hang. 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 On these two commandments, hang all the law and the prophets. I, I just like that. There's something about it that, for me. As a very visual learner, um, that, that just sticks out to me. It's almost like, and I think I've heard this before, probably, I think, in the room next door or across the way. Um, you have a hook in the wall. Like, you can hang the entire law and the prophets on the one hook named love. It's got to be strong to hold up something that heavy. But that's precisely what Jesus Argues It's precisely what Jesus says. And I get, I think it's helpful to, to understand the New King James and the NIV where they say hang, but then also these other uh, translations that use the word depend. Um, I think that's really helpful. I, I believe that the whole Bible is the inspired word of God. And as a result, I believe that every page is worth our time and energy and devotion, etc. But one thing I always try to do when I'm studying the Bible uh, is to make note of the times that the Father himself or Jesus himself is doing the actual speaking. And this is one of those occasions. Um, But this is one of those times when it becomes exponentially more crucial, I believe, in my mind. Because not only is this God's Word, not only is this Jesus Himself speaking, but this is also Jesus telling us very explicitly was the most important thing uh, there is for us to focus on. The most important commandment that was given in the Jewish law. And then you envision the idea of of on this hangs all the law and the prophets. Like That's a heavy, heavy weight. When I first heard that we were going to do uh, an entire class on 1 Corinthians 13, I, I trusted Mitch, and I knew where that he he had a plan, and I, I trusted in him. But I'd be lying to you if I didn't think to myself, how is that going to work? Like, How are we going to do a, an entire class on one chapter of the Bible going on Sundays and Wednesdays? Those were just kind of some of the thoughts that were coming through my head. And now, after having studied it a little more, and, and especially in light of Matthew 22, I'm honestly of the conviction that I don't think we have enough time in in one quarter, um, to really get to, to really scratch the surface of it all, um, there is literally nothing more important, nothing more worthy of our time, our energy, our devotion, our attention, uh, fill in the blank, etc., etc., than. To learn how to better love each other. Uh, why? Because everything else depends on it. Everything else hangs on that. Are there any thoughts? Any comments? Yeah, chat.
2: That in another uh, parallel account of this, that that Pharisee says, "You answered well," <laughs> which I love. That. Yeah. He's like basically, I'm here to trap you and. What can I say? That was an awesome answer. <laughs> we, well, yeah. What else can you say? That was great. <laughs> yeah. You got it. <clears throat> so even even his enemies clearly saw that that was, yeah. that was exactly the thrust of, of what God wanted out of people. And it was a
0: test. Yeah. So, right. So these people are trying to test Jesus, trying to capture him in his words. And it's like Jesus doesn't even skip a beat, you know? Like he doesn't even have to think about it. He's like, well, duh. I mean, everything else depends on this. Um, yeah, great thoughts. Anybody? Anybody else? I've got three applications for us tonight, so we can. Uh, I don't know. I prefer. I prefer other people join in. But, yes. Uh, I was
1: thinking uh, back to the instrumental music as for example, and that's. That's um, that's law keeping, more or less, in my mind. It's the do's and the don'ts, but the foundation is love, which surrounds everything else. You build on that, and all the other things kind of falling together.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so last time uh, there was a question that came up about okay, why is instrumental music? Why is that a thing? And yeah, that was that was one of the things that we talked about after. Bible class was, I'm going to have to give an account uh, to the judge at the end day uh, on all the decisions that I decided to make, all the things I decided to do, or not do. Or not do, right. And I've got to sit there and I've got to tell him why I did those things, and and. And I can very confidently say, out of love. Yes. I can very confidently say, out of love. Out of love for Him. Out of love and respect for my Savior. For the Spirit who decided to speak the way He did. Uh, Love. Yeah. So, on these hang all the law and the prophets. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I, I, my mind immediately went to instrumental music, too, because it, it got brought up earlier in the class. But that, that's, that's why, you know, we need, to, we need to have that as an answer. Why didn't you choose to go down the path of mechanical instruments? Because I love you. Mm-hmm. That has to be it. Because, and isn't that the way First Corinthians 13 starts? Like, if I give my body to be burned, If I, if I, you know... You can do some great things. I can do some awesome things by, by, by faith, you know, just saying book, chapter, and verse. But was it because I don't do that because I love you? You know, I, I, I believe what I believe on divorce and remarriage because I love the Lord. Yeah. You know, it's everything going back to that. And if it doesn't, is it even obedience? Yeah, and I mean, Not truly.
0: Imagine the imagine the shift that that can take place when we start looking at everything through the lens of love. Because I've been guilty of this. I've been guilty of when somebody asked me about instrumental music. I Man, I remember a time in high school where somebody asked me about instrumental music, or no, um, it was baptism, and um, and yeah, I mean, it was just. I knew the verses, and I could like list them out, and we were, we were boom, 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 and it got nowhere, it got absolutely nowhere. Um, imagine what kind of difference there could have been if I had approached it differently in the sense of, okay, this isn't what I, I'm not going to approach this as what I have to do. This is, I'm going to approach this as, I get to do this because this is a way that I can show that I love my Savior. That I love His people and I love the Father. I think it's that important. I think you're absolutely right, Alan. I think it's that important. And if we can can change the way that we think and talk about things... And when we can start including love in everything, I think I think that's where some big changes uh, will be made in, in people's hearts. Yeah. Anybody else?
4: Yeah. Go ahead. Well, you know, what, we have a gentleman that we work with. Um, he's got a heart of gold with regards to trying, but you know, this is a conversation that's come up several times and what's so interesting is is so many people misunderstand what love is it's their lens to color glasses of love it's I love worshipping him, worshiping him with music because it's something I'm good at, it's a talent I have so this is how I worship him mm-hmm. so it's important to, to salt it in with that it's because I love the Lord, because I love uh, the Savior and the fact that He gave His life for me and, and all this. I love His law because it guides me. Mm-hmm. I love His, I mean, you know, how, however you want to season it in, but, you know, its I love His restrictions and His freedoms that He gives me. Yeah. And, you know, because people think that they have liberties in their love when it's their their lens on love. mm mm-hmm. It's they love music, they love playing an instrument, so they think that that's acceptable worship.
0: So yeah, that's that's a whole another that's a whole another perspective on it. Uh, I think you're absolutely right. How much how how important is this class? There's there's another reason right there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I actually
1: think this is what I was going to say. The very first first thirty-seven. <coughs> I just love how it's worded because it's you know you love the Lord thy God with all thy heart all thy soul, and all thy mind. There's not room for anything else. It, yeah. It, it, you know, it can't be, But I love music too, it's like, if it's all encompassed within that lens, or with that, you know, looking through that first, with every bit of your being, you know, you're going to find your way. You know, you're going to yeah. stay true to that love.
0: Yeah. Real quick, and then we're going we're gonna to move on. Yeah, I don't want to... We could literally spend... <laughs> we could we spend got... an entire you know, quarter on this verse right here. Yeah, but yeah, no,
3: you've got three applications and I want to get there, but... This guy asked Jesus what was the greatest commandment. And Jesus didn't have to add that second. He could have just mm-hmm. answered the question and said, You should love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. That's the answer to your question. Yeah. And yet he chose to say, There's and, a second one. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's like he, he added that in when he didn't have to. Mm-hmm. And I just find I, I find and that so yeah. profound. Yeah. yeah. And and those two verses, love the Lord your God with all <clears throat> your heart, soul, strength, and mind, love your neighbor as yourself, those aren't even in the same book of the old testament ever. They're hmm. <laughs> from two different books. Wow. So he I didn't realize that. He like he did some digging. Yeah. Christ said it. I mean obviously he's the word, but Mm -hmm. but, so it's it's just as profound as the first is what I mean to say. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a great thought. That's a great thought. Okay, let's move on to number two. Romans chapter twelve. Romans chapter twelve verses nine through ten. The ESV says let love be genuine abhor what is evil hold fast to what is good love one another with brotherly affection outdo one another in showing honor Someone told me revealed this to me a long time ago probably when I was in high school but but the word that word there brotherly affection, uh, at least in the ESV, love one another with brotherly affection. That's actually a word that, it, it's, a, it's almost a hybrid word. It's the word Philostorgos. And you can hear these two different words in there, phileo and storge, right? And we know what phileo is, Philadelphia, brotherly love. But then there's this other word, storge, and if you remember, Mitch kind of addressed this, and it's in his, um, his material for, this first, for the first class, <clears throat> that storge is actually a familial affection. It has to do with familial love. Okay? That's interesting, right? Paul says, you should love one another with philostorgos. So the reason I bring this up is that there's a feeling that uh, a feeling that can permeate throughout a church. And I've seen it. I've seen it talked about in the pulpit. This this idea of I will love them, but I don't have to like them. Right? Have you heard that? Are you familiar with that kind of a I don't buy it. I just don't buy it. I believe it's pretty clear what Paul's trying to, to convey to us. But here's the thing. If you if you're not convinced of what this means, um, I want to show you how it's used somewhere else. Alright. It's, it's used in the book of 4th Maccabees. So this is not part of our Bible. But it is a place where this same exact word is used in a separate context, okay? And I want to read this to you because I want you to, I want you to hear how this word is used. O sacred nature and affection, that's our word, okay? Affection, the Philostorgos. O sacred nature and affection of parental love, yearning of parents toward offspring, nurture, and indomitable suffering by mothers. I have no idea what it's talking about. (laughs) I have no idea what's going on in 4th Maccabees, right? But I think it's pretty clear what Philostorgos is trying to, to convey. Do you feel that way towards your brothers and sisters here? That there is a sacredness and a yearning... And my personal favorite, an indomitable suffering. Do you have those? Is that the way you feel? Do those exist um, when you consider this family? Because after all, that—that's what we are. We're a family. So what if I'm not there yet? What if there is someone in this family that you don't particularly like? Maybe they're hard to get along with. Maybe they rub you the wrong way. They come off as hard, or they come off as, as cold. Um, practically speaking, I mean what, what, what can we do? What can we do about that? You need to love them more. Love them more. You get to know them more so you
1: can Yeah, so I think you're right. Because you obviously have a common goal. Yeah.
0: Right, right. So, so maintaining your priorities and, and maintaining a heavenly perspective I think goes a long way in helping that out. Because when we're living down in this world and somebody gives us the cold shoulder um, that, that can be offensive. How dare you? <laughs> you know? But when we're looking at it from a perspective of love like you're talking about then we start to wonder yeah, what's maybe what's what's going on like are they having a bad day like is there something in their past that's like caused them to become bitter and is there some way that you know, i can maybe help bring them joy my my mother is, is she is the person that comes to mind when i start thinking about this because she is to me in my mind like the epitome of this little story goes I mean there will be a woman at the who's, who is running the cashier at the at the market and and just rude just totally rude totally just yeah but my mom like she'll look at that woman and she'll say what can I do to make her smile it's like every time and it never fails like every time she makes the woman smile or she makes the guy smile um Just by being kind, because what ends up happening is from a worldly perspective, when we are treated rudely, then we end up treating rudely back yes. right and and that's that's what sin does sin is this is this spiral that continues downward, and it's only love that can break that spiral um, yeah, just. Yeah, great, great point, great point. Um, I'm sorry, you, you, you had it. said something. I just said
1: it. getting to know them. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, once you know them, like you were just saying, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where they're coming from more,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then it's easier. To sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to come here first, absolutely. and then I'll grab
1: you. I think it's um, Also, this is a partial experience. Uh, prior works wonders, too, mm-hmm. when you just simply... <sighs> cannot at the moment love a brother (laughs) in the Lord Um, back when we were in Texas uh, this this brother my he and my husband had been elders together and uh, he hurt our family pretty badly and I kept thinking you know that it went through my mind you will forgive you will be forgiven as you forgive and I thought I've got to forgive him but I couldn't do it and so I thought well pray nothing else to do and I said Lord do you know how I feel about this but you know me to pray so every day I would pray for him and every day I got a little easier and after a while I thought you know he's all right and then the next time I saw him gave him a big hug and you know it, it prayer just wiped it all away mm-hmm. and it was a wonderful
0: I want, I want a high five that was awesome <laughs> that was awesome I it love was that
1: such a wonderful feeling that just yeah. washed over me when I realized I love that man again.
0: Mm-hmm. How liberating.
1: Yeah, it was. How totally.
0: liberating. Absolutely. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. He knew Spirit. what he had done. Sure.
1: Uh, he never really asked forgiveness, but that's okay. That's, all, and that, that's, then, that's, not, that's not your concern. No, that's not your problem. concern. Your uh-huh. concern
0: is doing what Matthew 5?
1: Yeah. And, talks and about. You, when, when the only thing you can do is pray, then that's enough. Mm-hmm. And it'll
4: get you there. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Sorry. I was just going to say, what I think gets in our way of that, and and we all struggle with it at some point, is a lack of humility. Because if we truly are humble, and we empty ourselves and fill ourselves with love, then those things are easy. But man, when, when someone just rubs you the wrong way, you say hi to them, they just snub you, or whatever it is, you know... Our pride ties in with our ego, and our Mm -hmm. ego gets triggered, and then we don't take the high road, which is being humble and overtly striving to be like Christ and and sacrificial and showing them love no matter what. So, I think it all has to do with our being able to humble ourselves and wanting to serve and love Christ Mm -hmm. by serving those people because we love Christ. And And one better way. Shameless plug for our goals. We have bios. How better to get to know each other if you're like, man, I want to get to know this person. Go read their bio, find a reason to have a conversation with them, mm-hmm. and try to break the ice. Like, I did not know that you did that. Maybe it shows that you're showing interest in them, you're striving to reach out to them, and, and they'll go, wow, this person's really trying. But, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Oh, Sorry, I had to get that plug in there. Yeah, no, that was was smooth, man. It wasn't very smooth, but... (laughs) I thought it was pretty good. Okay, well, thanks. No, but what
0: better way to do that than to look at the one who was reigning on his throne um, and decided to give it all up? I mean, what better way? I mean... ah, ah. Yes, ma'am.
1: I am really struggling with that because... I have so much resentment toward uh, my little boy's mother and father, but their mother's my granddaughter, and mm-hmm. I, I pray that I just can't seem to get over the fact that she deserted them and went in a terrible direction. I can't, man. And I just, I, it's so hard for me to even like her, yeah. <laughs> much less love her, you know, Not yeah. just to, I've tried prayer. Maybe I'm not praying fervently enough because I have so much anger toward her and her husband, and her dad, mm-hmm. but especially family members. You know, yeah. And I don't know what to do.
0: Well, I don't think there's anyone in here who <laughs> who thinks poorly of you for saying that. Well, I think <laughs> I think <laughs> there, I don't think there's a person in here who would say. That's that's not you know, but but as a family here, like we want to help. Oh, this you know, this family's been wonderful to me. Yeah. So I'm gonna grab it Go on and
3: then I'll get you. We, you know, it's it's tough when you're in the middle of it, you know, because we don't know the end of the story, but it's very very possible that what has happened will will end up being spiritually beneficial to the to the great grandsons. I just was up in Prescott and one of the elders, you know, his dad walked out on him in that family when he was ten. His mom divorced him, um, and then remarried a member of the church. And that's how he that's how their family got, you know, involved and found found the gospel and you know, my boys obviously were deserted. You know, one in a hospital, one in a park, and you know, shame on shame on them, or, or maybe not. You know, who knows what their situation was? They couldn't take care of them, whatever. But the end of the story, sometimes, you know, you can kind of look back, kind of like Joseph did, and be like, you know, God used this for good. Yeah. So it may take a while, but and maybe, and may be the case.
0: And I don't think it's wrong to look at those situations like that and say, "That's wrong. That's just wrong."
3: And and. But God can use wrong for good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's that, really what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: you're absolutely right. But into, but before before that, you know, um, God God made us to have these. The feelings that we have, okay, and the, our, our feelings are not inherently wrong. Right? You can turn your anger into something that's wrong, but but God was angry when His people, whom He had just entered into a, a covenant with, decided <coughs> to go worship a golden calf. He was furious. He was about to wipe them off the planet. He was about to start over with Moses. God, God was angry. I don't think it's wrong to be angry, but I, but I think when I think when when we can come full circle and try to just shoot for that higher ground, that heavenly perspective and to realize that that God can turn really really bad things into wonderful things. Uh, like that's that's powerful. Uh, I mean, I think that that's a God worth serving and loving. Um,
5: yeah. Just, you just, a, move on. just one just one thought. So and you're right, we're all made with affections and that. And that's very tough in those situations. But the older I get, the more I realize I'm praying against the sin. Mm. And the devil is the one that put it there. But yes. I'm also praying for the Spirit that there will be change. Mm
4: -hmm.
5: And that helps me. Because in the situation that I see, one of the things is patience. Mm -hmm. And we don't have it. We can claim we do. And some of us are more patient, but God is long-suffering. And for us to understand what that love is and long-suffering is to be like God. Mm -hmm. And we just don't have that. Yeah, And it takes... A lifetime to get there. That's a good
0: reason to be in this class, because <laughs> we're going to talk about. Yeah, gonna that's where we're, we're going to yeah, get. Exactly. We're going to talk about yeah. how do
5: we get to that point. And, <laughs> yeah. um, and you know, Paul said that you know he and th- these letters are an exasperation of what are you doing? But later he would say you have to be long somewhere. Mm-hmm. I haven't attained it yet, but I'm working on it.
0: Yeah. All right, John thirteen thirty five. We'll uh, we'll finish our class with this one right here. This is an appropriate way to to finish it off. Somebody read that for me.
1: By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another.
0: Chad, you started talking about this verse. And uh last, last Sunday. So we'll uh we're gonna dive into it. But I I started to think about this verse. Um, as all people know that you're my disciples if you have love for one another. Blank. By this all people will know that you're my disciples if blank. We all know the answer that Jesus gives, but what's what's one that you might give? What's one that you might think of? I'll, I'll give you I'll give you the first one that came to mind uh, for me. If you are zealous, if
1: you keep my commandments,
0: yeah. So. Follow the rules.
1: It will know that you're my disciples if you know the rules.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) we've got to
1: know the rules before we can follow them, and way too many people don't think knowing the rules is that important. Yeah. Seems like these days.
0: Mm Mhm. Yeah. So I, I think that's a good one that we could put that we could put in this this blank here. What else?
2: If you're right on marriage, divorce, I mean... <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll club that in and follow the rules. but yeah, yeah. What else? It was is kind of cheap, but like, if you love the unlovable, I mean, we're all unlovable, but
0: what the
1: world views as unlovable, we hate
0: Yeah, but I actually think that's it's really pretty close to what he actually gives as the answer. If you love one another... <clears throat> And I don't I'm know about like you, but me. I'm but pretty meant, unlovable. Like, an
1: outward it. because you know, because yeah. it's very easy to shun. You're absolutely right. It's very but, easy to shun. Yeah. People when they're when they are being hateful mm-hmm. or when they're turning away. You
4: know. Yeah, yeah. But what he said is all encompassing of everything that we can put on the right hand side. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: If you strive to be like me.
0: Okay. But he, he loves. So,
3: I'm filling in. Yeah, Yeah, no, you're 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 right. I'm just
0: I'm thinking. I'm kind of thinking out loud as well. Um, You're holy. Yeah, holiness. (laughs) You are holy. Um, what else do I have here? So. Maintain purity. And I guess that kind
5: of falls into this one as well. Follow the rules. Well in, in Matthew the Beatitudes he also he says that you're pure. Be pure. Mm-hmm. And you shall see God. So yeah, but, pure so but So you're a disciple and if you are pure
0: But but listen to listen to the, the the weight of this statement, right? Yeah. By this, all people will know that you're my disciples. By this, everyone will know that you follow me. By this, your allegiance to me will be so blatant that everyone will see it. Everyone will know. That's a Christian. You won't fit
1: in the world.
0: Yeah, we don't, if we don't fit in the world, I think, yeah. Humble. Um, if we're humble. The thing about this... Because I, I really thought... I really think that these are really good answers, okay?
3: And Jesus gave the, some of those answers. Some yeah. Places yeah. like... Places. Right. If you bear fruit, you prove to be my disciples. He shows... He shows... Yeah, yeah. But what I started to
0: think about is... You know... This sounds good, except for the fact that there were some really zealous people on 9-11 who flew planes into into buildings and killed thousands of people in the name of zeal. Those weren't Christians, though. Everyone knew them. Uh, All people knew that they were zealous, but they didn't know that, right? because they weren't. If you follow the rules you can be a Pharisee to do that. You can try anyway. Um, if you're devoted, kind of in the same lines, there, you'd be a scribe. You don't know, know it. <laughs> <laughs> but then I started, so I started to think about these things, and then it eventually led to First Corinthians thirteen, where at the very beginning of the chapter it talks about if I give my body to be burned maybe I could put that in there no not according to Paul and not according to Jesus by this all people will know that you're my disciples if you have love for one another that's it he could have put anything there he could have said anything was that important but instead he says if you love one another That's how you'll show everybody who you belong to. Thank you for your comments tonight. Thank you, You God.